Mornings with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. Alright, so today we're going to go further into James chapter 1, uh, 22 to 25. But don't just listen to God's word, you must do what it says. Otherwise you are only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it's like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself, walk away, and forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. I still remember when I was a youngster, and it makes me sound really old to say youngster, Um, But when I was younger, when I was in junior high, I took confirmation classes and we read Luther's small catechism. And we did that for like three years, I think it was. Uh, And we had to memorize portions of it. But this verse, for some reason, always takes me back to Luther's small catechism. And I'm going to tell you why. Because here he uses the law and talks about it like it's a mirror and so it takes me back to to the three uses of the law that are found in the small catechism and the three uses first one the law helps us to control violent outbursts of sin and keeps order in the world it's kind of like a curb and that's the first image is a curb it kind of gives you those boundaries second the law accuses and shows us our sin, and that's the mirror. So we should be able to see God's law pointing back at us. And then the third use, and this is uh, pretty controversial in Lutheran circles, the third use is that the law teaches Christians what they should and should not do to lead a God-pleasing life. It's kind of like the guide, or as some would put it, an encourager. And so, does the law encourage? And so, those are kind of the three aspects that come out of Luther's small catechism. And today, we're going to focus on that second use, which is the mirror. And when we're looking, and this is where we try to understand this more, is what mirror are we using to judge and to point out our sin? If we're going by a worldly standard that everything's okay and everything ultimately is is a beneficial way for you to understand yourself, then it's really hard to point out sin because everything is okay. Nothing's wrong. There is no sin. There is no, you know, wrongdoing. It's all just us trying to figure out life. Now, if we're walking through life that way, then we're going to get into everything. Nothing's going to be bad. Nothing's going to be wrong. It's just going to be me working all this stuff out. And so that's not the mirror that God wants us to use. And if you've been using that as a, as a, as a faithful guide for you, as a faithful understanding of how you're going to walk through life, it's not good. So when you're looking at the actual second use of the law as a mirror, God's word should be the thing that's pointing out for you your sin. The Word of God, Jesus, as we talked about yesterday, and also the scriptures that God has handed over to us. 
These are ways in which we can see the sins of the past in others. We can also see it in clear ways in which Jesus points out in the New Testament that Paul points out that, I mean, Peter, John, and like all the writers of the New Testament as well are pointing out for us ways in which we can go wrong, ways in which we sin and fall short. We should be using the right mirror. All right, then we're going to close out with verse 25 there. Um, because it says, what? but if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. Now, this is always a tricky thing for us to navigate because what it sounds like is like, well, we follow the law because then we will get something for it. This is like a reward system. You know, it's like for our dogs, well, if the dog goes outside and goes to the bathroom in the on the lawn instead of indoors, then we reward them. Good job. Here's a treat. And this almost sounds like a reward system in which we will eventually then be super rewarded for following the law. This is where we can get legalistic. This is where we can get to a place of prosperity gospel in and I just turned it into a verb, but I mean an action, right? So if you're doing the law, then you're going to be blessed, super blessed. And we're like, wait a second, though. This is not the reason why we follow the law or ultimately how the law points out our wrong. We do it not because we have to. But because ultimately, out of our relationship with Jesus, what we've seen is our complete failure of the law and how Jesus followed the law completely for us. So in this way, why are we blessed? Because we get to follow Jesus every day. We get to see what God's going to be up to in our lives, working to transform, working to strip from us all of our pride all of our hurt, you know, things that happen, you know, to us and things that we, in ways that we hurt others, all of that God's working to purify, to transform us into the likeness of Jesus. All right, everybody, we will be back again tomorrow. Until then, have a great day.